hello to all my bitches and besties. Most, no. Mostly bitches because I don't have too many besties. Besides, I have my bestie right here. Woo. And welcome to Rage of Awareness. This is my podcast. I'm Nicoletta. I'm first Nicoletta on Instagram if you follow me. And this little cutie right next to me oh. <laughs> this is my bestie. This is Adele. And she's my special guest today. If anyone's listened to my first episode, thank you for listening to it. It was just me by myself. But yeah. now you have a friend. I have a friend. I could actually talk to someone, which is nice <laughs> because it was definitely, it's really weird recording by yourself in a, in a room. And yeah, I don't know. It was definitely different. I had a script. I don't know if I should say that, but I did. You know what? Fuck it. I had the behind the scenes. I had a motherfucking script. I wrote shit down because I need to, because sometimes I get nervous when I'm alone. (laughs) And I and I need that support with with the with the pen and paper. And I I I'm forgetful. Yeah, I'm very forgetful too. And that's why we're friends. Yes, exactly. And I didn't have my dog with me when I was recording because he would just been annoying and wanted attention and I just needed to have full focus. But also me. Yeah. Same. <laughs> also same. another reason why we're friends. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for joining me on episode two. We're gonna be talking about a subject that I've loved since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And that's been dreams. <laughs> We love dreams. I think they're awesome. Um, just even this idea of, you know, being like paralyzed for like hours, <laughs> hallucinating. It's delve into your subconscious. It's really interesting. And I don't know. I've always just like me and my mom have been very into talking about dreams my entire life. And I've always found some mystical aspect to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to go over the scientific and the mystical, you know, kind of what we did was for the first episode it's so funny because yesterday at work too i trim weed for anyone that doesn't know to all the bitches out there that want to know <laughs> yeah at work yesterday my coworkers were asking me oh what's your podcast on and to be honest i don't really know i just think it's just topics that i'm interested in mm. and there's not anything specific that i think i'm going to talk about all the time it's just cool stuff cool interesting stuff that I find interesting that I'm sure other people will find interesting too and who wouldn't find dreams interesting people who don't dream but we all dream actually no there's someone there's no there's one person I know that doesn't dream like at all are you sure they just like haven't remembered they don't smoke weed and I don't know. Well, what, how else can they not, like, remember? Well, I just went through a dream dry spell. That's true. For, like, ever mm. since, oh, my God, it's been, like, three months now. Um, and I just, I have, like, the craziest, most vivid dreams. But for the past three months, until last night, actually, it's kind of funny. <laughs> it just decided to, like, coincide. I love that. With this podcast. It's like you subconsciously like, knew that. They're just like, oh, you're going to talk about a, a podcast about dreams tomorrow. You better have one and remember them tonight. <laughs> it's funny because before I went to bed, too, I thought, I'm like, I really hope I have some dreams tonight. But I also went to bed at 530 a.m. As did I. And I don't know. I just couldn't get in that the deep cycle sleep that we're going to talk about. Oh, you didn't remember any dreams? 
I didn't remember any dreams last oh. night. I kept waking up, but I feel I feel pretty refreshed. I had coffee in the morning, and I feel good. I feel good. Good. Yeah, didn't have any dreams, but I did have some dreams recently that I remembered. I do want to ask you about any recent dreams that you have had. okay sorry sorry about that i got a little distracted by my bestie right here i do want to talk about before we get into the dream aspect you know i was gone for a little bit not like physically but definitely like spiritually mentally i was going through some changes in my life and because my last episode was in April and there was like a period where I wasn't sure if I was gonna record again but sometimes you really just need to give yourself that time to like heal give yourself a break and that's something that throughout the past few years I've been working on a lot because I'm very impatient and I get very passionate about things and once I I start to do something and I like it a one track kind of mind. So when the passion kind of like had a, I had put it on halt for a second. It was, it was hard, but I'm back and it she's feels back good. and she's better. I am better. And I feel like, I feel really good. I know cancer season was a bitch to deal with, mm-hmm. cried so much, but it's so funny because I'm a very emotional person, but I cried today. I cried today. I was very overwhelmed. I was actually (laughs) overwhelmed with trying to figure out how to record. There are a lot of technical difficulties. A lot. And it's funny because Mm -hmm. I went to school for film, so you think I would be good at this stuff, but mm, no. Mm. No. Not my specialty, but some YouTube tutorials, some some crying, and then a a few... Leo season motivation. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And I think it was also, too... I was very hangry, and <laughs> after we <laughs> after we ate some food, yeah. So another thing with our recording today was that we were, our plan was to record at ten a.m. I don't know why I said that. It's currently ten p.m. Well, twelve hours later. Well, twelve hours. Doing great. We are doing great. I think we're more alive at nighttime. Anyways, I like honestly wasn't awake for most of the day. It was a weird day. No, I mean I woke up at two p.m. So yeah, yeah, it's okay. We're here. (laughs) Um, but yeah, and that's that. Mm -hmm. I'm really happy to be back, and thank you to everyone that has been supporting me so far. Thank you. It's very kind, and it really does warm my heart. So I want to start off with talking about any recent dreams that we've had that, like, stood out to us. I have one that I want to talk about, but I want you to go first because I know. Because I'm a guest and you're a good host. Yes, of course. (laughs) And another reason why, like, besides, like, Adele being my best friend and us just always being blabbermouths with each other. Oh, my God. She just has the craziest dreams I've ever heard or read in my life i've never read dreams so vividly before oh, yeah, I and so her with like so 36 <laughs> 36 text messages it's a little better when i do like a note yeah the note is her. nice but like sometimes it's like i need to recount it as i'm like so when you do you 
do you like type your dreams like right when you wake up? Because with me, sometimes I like I'll have a dream, but then obviously I'll wake up and then my first thing is like I gotta go take a piss. That's oh. like first thing first. Go piss, girl. Um, well, we <laughs> literally just had this conversation a couple days ago. Go piss, girl. About our different bladders. Oh yeah, my <laughs> yeah my bladder is so small. I I didn't realize I had a problem with pissing until kind of recently it was like I actually counted because I was curious and within 24 hours I pro- probably used the bathroom almost 20 times yeah I I think my problem is I don't pee enough yeah because you go like twice and I go like three four times but that's like definitely like way I feel like we're on like the, yeah we're like on opposite yeah. sides of the spectrum yeah, where yeah. we should probably like maybe 10 times like a normal to everyone listening. Yeah. How often do you go pee? Please let me let him know. Yeah, DM me on Instagram. She would like, maybe you should just make like a story or something. Like, How? Like a poll. Yeah, I should. I'm I'm really curious. Do I pee too much? I, I probably, I, I know I do because I wake up in the middle of the night and use the bathroom. Yeah, I don't do that. I sleep through the whole night. God, I hate it. Maybe that's why like my dreams are so vivid. True, because mine are like, pause. But have you ever woken up and then yeah. you, like, go back to sleep? Oh, yeah. It's like this. Like, you, like, continue your dreams. Oh, God, that's such a good feeling. It's it so nice. Especially if you're having, like, a really good dream and, like, mm-hmm. something wakes you up. And you're just like, oh, my God. Like, don't lose it. Don't lose it. Yeah. And then, like, back to bed and you're just like, ah, oh, here mm. I am again. Beautiful. It is very nice. It is. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's hear about your dream. Okay. All right. My, my dream from yesterday my first dream that I've got a whole got a whole note written out for that one (laughs) (laughs) Um, for the first the first dream in three months after I graduated and had COVID on the same day yeah that's crazy it it was wild um anyways so but you graduated yeah (laughs) (laughs) um this dream involve you it also involved our friend carly it also involved my partner mikey shout out to mikey shout out mikey go season season. being extra love it yes we're going back in time right now (laughs) we we did have great scene haircuts we did. If wanted to know, we yeah, had, we teased had my them. hair like crazy. Yeah, and then we had. Blip. I'm surprised I still have hair. Side bangs. Yeah. You nope. color your hair a lot too. I know my hair is still going strong. I know, but yeah. But yeah. But your hair is nice now. Thanks. I love that. It's cute. <laughs> um. Okay. So, my dreams always have like a huge. Normally, they have like a huge cast and crew slew of characters um and so okay there's this like a side dream of the main dream but mikey and i were a side dream in the main dream can you explain (laughs) what that is there was like a big overarching dream but then like i guess me and michael had like our own little like a little side quest oh okay 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 um and it was fun we were in a we were in a muddy swamp racing gators okay we were getting in touch with his florida roots to Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you feel weather in a dream? Is that a thing? I was just thinking of Florida humidity. And if like, yeah, it was like 
you felt wet it and you moist as fuck. It's so <laughs> and interesting. Oh god, bugs love me. I hate bugs. You got um, that sweet blood. I do got that sweet blood. They think I'm delicious. Mm. Um, mm. Scrumptious. But yeah, they were like all in the background of the dream too, and it's like wild. Just like. The, like the, the t- attention to detail and yeah. just, like, remembering. I'm sure maybe... The environment was very, like, real. That's so crazy. It always feels very real. Yeah. It's, like, I am always am so discombobulated when I wake up, like, out of, like, a big, big stinking dream like that. Yeah. Like, do you ever feel, like, not well-rested after? Or do you... Because you're, like, so active? No, I feel okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I'm kind of sleepy all the time. Yeah. 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 That's true. It's, like, the way... It is for so many people. True. <laughs> true, true. So, we almost got sucked into the cult. That's scary. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm happy to have been in a cult in your dream. It was, it was like, very interesting. What kind of cult was it? Mm, a weird one. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who was the, the leader? The leader it? was um, this girl. We all met her on vacation. Um. You, me, Carly, Michael, my cousins, and this girl is a very – okay, first of all, it's just a very eclectic mix of people. Like, I, I don't think these people would mix in real life. Yeah. Here, especially with my cousins being on the other side of yeah. the world. But um, – In dream world, it doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. Yeah, we're all, we're all besties here. Um, so this girl, like, she just kept vomiting black. Mm, that's pretty. <laughs> that's a pretty thing. Just that, like, just had a bad breakfast. Mm, yeah, just like a little air of like evil and uh, demonic possession or whatever. Just, just a like, tad, just a tad bit demonic. Yeah. So like purge or was it just? <laughs> that's not. That would be a really good horror film. I'm just Maybe. like. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like if my cult leader was doing that in real life. We'd be a little sus, right? I would be a little sus we about were. it. Yeah. We were. Okay. We, were, we, like, didn't fully trust her. But, yeah. like, we loved everybody that she brought together because her friends were also there, like, the other members, I guess. Yeah. And we just, like, everyone got along so well. We just all wanted to, like, keep hanging out with each other. It didn't matter that yeah. there was, like, this demonic, like, cult leader. We are just like, okay, we can, like, pass that. Like, she brought us all together. Like, what a great group of people. I love that. Like, building cute. communities. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's weird because she's weird. Yeah. But, like, we're like, we were having a blast. Yeah. yeah. We're like, she's fine. She could go puke some black vomit out of her in the corner. We're just going to. We're just going to chill. Yeah, we're going to. each other's company. I love that. Yeah. At one of our little meetings, it was, like, a mass brunch, and we were sitting on a grassy hill, and it's filled with, like, tables and chairs, and, like, a small flare dropped from the sky, and, like, like you know, kind of, like, exploded a little bit, but maybe something got a little singed, but it wasn't, like, full flames, like, yeah. tearing up the field. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't really destruction from it, but the people panicking and, like, the chaos that ensued mm. from that. They were, like, everyone was trying to, like, run away from this hill, and, like, there were mass injuries. and From the people. people were causing the destruction. Of course, because. They're causing their own destruction. I mean, that's what, just, like, That's just humanity, yeah. yeah. 
in general. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's like the overarching theme. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, probably. Um, we are our worst enemy. We really are. Mm-hmm. The meteor, the little spark was like just a little poopy from the yeah. universe. Yeah. It's like, hey, how are you guys going to react to this? Like, not well. No, no, <laughs> yeah, not well not at all. Well. Um, so anyways, there's like this two story house that was on like a Mardi Gras float. Okay. Um, kind of thing. And I had to like run up onto it and ask this like family that lived there to use their first aid kit. Um, because someone in our little like group, like subgroup or subsection of the cult, they had impaled their foot trying to slide down the structure to get down faster and get away from the chaos. And um, we all kind of trauma bonded, like our little vacation group trauma bonded over there. We were like, oh my God, we just had to save this person's life. Damn, I love that. And like that just solidified us. Oh, that's cute. I feel like there's like good parts in this dream. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a cult, but like we're like also all together. That's true. And we connected in a more spiritual level too, which is nice. I always wonder, do you ever, like, I've heard the saying before, like, oh, I feel like you don't remember your dreams. That means you're, like, in someone else's dreams, too. I guess I have heard that. I wonder how true. I, I That was one thing I didn't do research on, but. I'd love to, like, visit people in their dreams. Right? I know that there's ways. So then we okay. save someone's life. We save someone's life. Uh-huh. Um, and I was still at this float house waiting for real medical attention because, like, we just did like a little quick fix. Like, yeah. Don't die. Yeah. Don't die on us. Um, so like one of the main founding members of the cult or something, like our demonic vomit, black vomit spewing cult leader was just like part of Does she like, have a name? Like, no, she doesn't. And like I just like, <laughs> black vomiting lady. <laughs> I wish I could make this simpler. Um, but she was just, like, kind of in charge of getting people to join. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she was the person. She was the like, coordinator. Like, yeah. The cult coordinator. Yeah. So, uh, some of the two founding members was this, like, husband and wife. They were stealing money from me. Oh, my God. Okay. I, like, kind of forgot this part. <laughs> but I did get all my money back. That's good. I just kind of kept on top of them. Mm-hmm. And then I started tipping people in the cult. I feel like this is, like service job trauma <laughs> coming back like hospitality job trauma you just like tip everybody oh my god <laughs> even Sir- if you're in a cult tip everybody. server dreams <laughs> if anyone like out here that's worked in a restaurant oh, michael gets reoccurring like i used to get him all the time yeah. god those were not fun and i it's feel like a, a lot of it and then he wakes up he wakes up very unrested oh yeah i've like, had like when i would when i would bartend and my dreams would just, like, be, like, a never-ending bar reel and, like, trying to make these drinks for people, and it would just be very intense, and I felt the same exact way of just, like, mm-hmm. yeah, waking yeah. up in a panic. It was not good. Nightmares are are interesting, yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Anyway, so we're all trauma-bounded now. We're, like, okay, so next cult event, let's link up and you know keep in touch have a good summer whatever and then so the next event was like a concert but at a costco gas station interesting yeah (laughs) 
Would you, would you actually go to a concert at a Costco gas station? I don't know. I, I do love Costco. <laughs> so maybe. Like, I mean, if it's cool enough, I, I would check it out. Right? I'll check out the vibes. I'm, I'm a down-ass bitch. I'm so down, like, too. Yeah. Um, so this concert started, and I was super sad because I wasn't with anyone from, like, our little core cult group. And so the cult leaders brought me back to everyone and they were seated like closer to this gigantic stage at the Costco gas station lot. And they did bring a bunch of good artists. So, you know, the, the cult was hip. They, they, they were hip. We love a hip cult. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so while we were sitting there all together, our shirts began to change colors. And the three colors were red, black, and white. But looking back at it, I figured red was naive and gullible. Black was not going to participate in the cult. They're too strong-minded. And white Mm. is their pure and innocent. Mm. And most everyone in our group, like, their shirts turned black. Well, my dumb ass. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, no, I want them to like me. Um, And I feel like this plays into, like, my want for, like, attention. I'm like. I feel like I'm on my journey of being like a recovered people pleaser, but it's still like oh. the journey. It's still the journey. Yeah, you're still you're still working on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was trying to get my shirt to change back to red, but it so would it magically change? Like you were just like, yeah, your everyone's shirts just kept changing colors. Like it was like, like wow. I know. Thank you. I like that. Um. So you just had to think about it? I guess it, yeah. yeah, it just, like, changes with your mood and right. how you're growing as a person. Yeah, wow. so my shirt kept just changing colors, like, over and over. It was, like, cycling through, like, all the colors. And they were yeah. like, what the fuck do we do with her? Yeah. Like, what do we do with this? <laughs> what do we do with this girl? Um, because, like, she, they're just like, oh, she can see through this and she knows we're a cult. And she's, like, figured out, like, yeah. you know, the, the pattern to the colors. Anyways, I ultimately don't get sucked in. We all get home. We're spared, except you and Carly and someone else. I can't remember who. You're getting into Carly's car to leave the airport and go home. Uh Uh-huh. And where where do I go? (laughs) Well, this guy comes up to y'all out of nowhere and, like, just, like, slides between the two cars Mm -hmm. and, like, talking to you in, like, your car and then talking to, like, trying to talk to me at the other car and, like, I'm, like, so startled by him. I was just, like, nope. And I, like, slid into the passenger seat belt and, like, clicked my belt. And I'm, like, let's go. Like, let's get out of here. I was starting to, like, warn everybody else. Don't talk to him. He's got bad vibes. Like, wow. No, just, I wonder if it was a bad entity that, like, entered your dream. Oh my that God, moment. I hope not. I don't know. Just, like, you describing this person. That's weird. There's... There's one part I'm going to talk about in this episode that kind of ties into that, too. It kind of ties in with my dream that I had, like, that I remembered recently, too. Because okay. right. I feel like I had a weird entity in my dream. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, then, weird. wait, what, wait, what happened to me? Okay. Where was I? Okay, okay, okay. So, the next thing you know, he's in another car that's next to our cars. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a shitty little gray minivan. He's setting it on fire. And he's chasing us around in that minivan while it's on fire. And we're still in the airport parking lot, so there's, like, tons of security. Oh, my God. Like, cops, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, 
we had no other choice but to break through the ticket paint, like, you know, the thing that comes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tickets, or, like, the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So we broke through that. Just and, ran through it. Yeah. I love it. And it's happening to so many other people. They all were, like, following behind us because they needed to get away from the guy who was, like, terrorizing everyone with his car. That's scary. The fiery, fiery car I don't. Chase. I don't like this man in this dream. No. We're anti-scary chaser man. Yeah. It was, like, it started off good, but then after that, like, I woke up with a start. And like was like super sweaty, and I was like, "Oh my god, I hate that feeling." I'm sorry, this was not a great dream. I mean, that happens. You don't always have like yeah. I have a lot of good dreams, but mm-hmm. the one last night was a little, whew, yeah, a little too much. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have any dreams last night because you know I went to bed at five thirty and I kept waking up. You know, because of my bladder issues, <laughs> and I don't know. I well, I think. I think it was raining last night, too, so that woke me up. I just, yeah, did not get into the deep sleep that I wanted to. But one dream that I did remember recently, it was very... God, I wish I wrote it down. Did I write it down? I probably didn't. From what I do remember with this dream, I was in this, like, a hotel. But, like, this hotel was, like, very, like, run down. And I get in there... And the one part that I remember that really stood out to me, I was like in this basement looking around and there's this man, this man was crawling on the floor because he didn't have legs and just seemed just dirty and like very just like weird. And I was trying to like talk to him and he told me, you need to get out, you need to leave. And me confident, I'm just like, I'm fine. Like, you know, like, I'm good. He basically said to me, you think you're protected, but they're watching you right now and they're laughing at you. You think you're strong, but you're not strong. It was just very good. It was very creepy. I wish I could remember the rest of it, but what he said, I felt it. There's... You felt it, like, in real life. I felt it in real life. When I woke up, kind of stuck with me a little bit. It was very interesting. But other than that, I don't really remember much else. I, you know, like I smoke weed and it's hard for me to fall asleep too sometimes. So like I will smoke a lot before I go to bed. I think, I feel like I did have dreams. And then when I was in the bathroom this morning, I felt like I like was trying to remember it. For me, I feel like I remember the feeling a lot more of dreams than like like everything everything that's. Every little thing that happens. Yeah. And. Yeah, that was it from my, like, most recent dreams. Ooh. It was, he was a very, was very weird intense. character. And the, you know what's so funny? People will say, like, oh, like, you don't dream of people that you don't know of. Like, mm-hmm. it's always people that, like, you do remember yeah. at one point. I don't remember this person. Oh, I've had, like, a couple of dreams like that. You know? Like, I yeah. wonder. I'm like, is this someone? I mean, it could be, like, someone that I've, like, seen on the street before and just, like, have not like, registered. But right. it, it, it was very, yeah. it was very interesting. It could have been. I've, like, yeah. dreamed of, like, a soulmate, and I was, like, I don't know who this person is. Yeah, so, I don't know, I remember you said that, and, yeah. like, I had asked you, I'm, like, why do you feel like this person was, I like, was a like, I was, like, I don't know who it just was in the dream. <laughs> like, the dream was, like, this is your soulmate. And, like, you just felt okay. it. Yeah, you just felt that. But I did what I did, like, before I was going to, like, record this episode. I was trying to motivate myself, and, like, I had posted on Instagram for people to tell me about any interesting dreams that they've had. I did get a lot of friends messaging me and they sent me their dreams. Shout out to 
my friends that I have, shout out to Allison for sending me her dream. It's really long and I'm sorry, I'm not going to read it out because we got to talk about other stuff. Um, I'm ready with my long ass dream. <laughs> yeah, that dream. Was really <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But yeah, thank you for that dream. It was very interesting. Um, shout out to Nolani for sending me her audio recordings of her dreams. She said she had dreams of her dad after he passed. So that was very interesting. Yeah. So thank you for sending that. And then I do want to kind of talk about some more information on like what dreams are, the stages of dreams. So yeah, just doing my research, there's two different types of dreams. You know, you have like your basic dreaming, which is just dreaming of normal everyday things doesn't have that much significance to it but then we have our out-of-body experiences which falls under lucid dreams astral projecting we'll talk about that more Mm. right there's four stages of sleep and number one so like you're like falling asleep at first and sometimes it's hard for people it could be hard for me too and then after that like you have your light sleep 10 to 25 minutes and then after that, you go into deep sleep, which is called NREM. And then after that, you go through the last part of it, which is REM sleep. And REM stands for rapid eye movement. And that usually happens 90 minutes after you fall asleep. And that's associated with dreaming and memory. I, it's so funny because when I had slept over and... I woke up to in the bathroom and I saw you and your eyes were moving like crazy and what? Yeah, you're really? Yeah, your eyes were moving like crazy. Your mouth was too like talking and like you just like so active. And it was so interesting because I've like never seen that. I was like, what is going on right now? It's like she's like just having this like intense dream right now. Um Probably. but yeah, so that's you're going through rapid eye movement and that's like nice. what what that I got is. some good sleep that night. So, yeah, so your brain processes emotions during REM sleep, too, and that's why those dreams tend to be more vivid, and the amygdala in your brain is actually activated during this cycle, so that's why that's why we're actually, like, paralyzed, too, when we're sleeping, because... Oh, God, I hate that. Because if we're not, we would be acting out our dreams. That's true. It's... Like, did you ever sleepwalk protected. before? No, I Really? I, I used to sleepwalk a lot when I was younger. I've, like, almost left the house before. Oh, no! Yeah, my brother, too, has, like, sleepwalked us, like, one time. We were, we were like, in our home country, and he, like, I, like, woke up, and he was, like, trying to climb the wall. It was He was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go. And I just thought it was so funny. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it's definitely silly. I do sleep talk a lot, too. I don't know if you are a sleep talker, but, no, like, no. I... Michael is. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll be having, like, little conversations. Michael, like, cracked himself up in his dream once. That's so... It's <laughs> like, okay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> love. I could see that, too, with him, too. Um, that's so funny. Oh, do you ever have, like, you know, the feeling, like, of you're, like, falling? Yeah. Yeah. And that's you, like, startle awake. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So this phenomenon is known as a hypnic jerk. And, you know, it's, like, obviously, like, visual hallucination that comes with it, too. You know, that feel like, it's a scary feeling, like, you're going to fall. Why does that happen? Um, and from a scientific perspective, the reasons behind this are not well understood, just like how dreams in the scientific community in general aren't really well understood, because mm-hmm. it's... It's hard to understand it, but from an evolutionary perspective, from like what scientists say, they suggest it allows us to 
check our environment one last time before we fall asleep to make sure we're safe. Yeah. Which makes sense. Um, it does make sense. Another main theory suggests that a hypnic jerk is merely a symptom of our active, like, physiological system finally giving in and it's like sort of a switch mm. so just kind of like one last like hoo-ha before hoo-ha <laughs> before, before entering the dream world but obviously I had to look at the spiritual perspective Duh. too and that one was more interesting from that perspective, a hypnic jerk is a touch by either your angels or spirits, and they're trying to get your attention for a reason. They This happens because you're losing focus on your spiritual reality. So they're oh, just no. like giving you a little kick, like, hello. like hello. Little yeah, a little pinch. <laughs> and a lot of people believe that whenever you have a hypnic jerk, it's a foreign sign that bad spirits or ghosts are trying to scare you. That's like mm. another theory so it's important to pay attention to your thoughts when you're conscious again so like whatever you're thinking of like when that happens you got to pay attention to that so kind of going back to we're gonna i'm gonna go back and forth from science science perspective science and um the spiritual perspective but just to kind of go over why do we dream one prominent neurological theory of dreaming is called activation synthesis hypothesis which states that dreams don't actually mean anything and they're just electrical brain impulses that pull random thoughts and imagery from our memories we don't like that theory though no because no, dreams definitely have meanings that's just like a cop-out whoever like invented that theory fuck you you're just lazy you're like you don't want to think about it you're like oh dreams don't mean anything but from evolutionary perspective Psychologists have theorized that dreaming does serve a purpose and should have been, should be seen as ancient biological defense mechanism that provides evolutionary advantages, and this is called the threat simulation theory. They say that people who are traumatized earlier in life as kids, they tend to dream a lot more because in their dreams, like, they figure things out figure out how to like manage in the waking life a little bit more because they have to so like people who like had it easier in life like growing up they don't need to think about situations in that way and so I think I think that perspective is like pretty interesting too yeah definitely I've talked about Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung in my last episode too but we're gonna talk about them again because Sigmund Freud had came out with a book in 1899 called The Interpretation of Dreams. And his perspective on dreams is that he believes that we have dreams as an attempt to resolve conflict in the waking life. And our brain's way of dealing with the conflict is by masking it and making us dream of something different so, so that we could decode afterwards. But yeah, with Sigmund Freud's perspective, it was about like decoding your dreams afterwards. But then... Carl Jung kind of had a little bit of a different perspective. He, like, rejected Freud's theory of dream interpretation. They both agreed that dreaming is a meaningful product of the unconscious and the psyche with roots and evolutionary biology and, I guess, the species as humans, Mm -hmm. too, Mm -hmm. and that dreams are just, like, a valuable part of healing, which is important. I definitely think that is, too. But, like, the biggest difference between the two is that Freud's approach was to look backwards, look into, like, our childhood and um, focus on early life experiences. (laughs) Yeah. Uh And then 
Jung's approach to it was more so to look forward and understand where dreams might lead a person to future development, which I really like. I think that's, like, awesome. Me too. From, like, any psychologist, I've always been very interested in Carl Jung's. Yeah, Yeah, his work is really awesome. He also believed that dreams are doing the work of integrating our conscious and unconscious lives through a process of individuation. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? Individuation? Love it. Yes. Think of it as a mind's journey for wholeness. Like it's a battle between your unconscious and conscious mind, trying to find balance and be integrated into like a whole version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then he also talks about this idea of the collective conscious, which is this idea that a segment of the deepest unconscious mind is genetically inherited by past collective experiences of humanity and not shaped by personal experience. So, like, this idea of that, like, I feel like there are people who have, like, similar dreams, too, throughout life. And I really like wonder. reoccurring dreams or, like? Um, just, like, general themes and, okay. like, different dreams that people will have. Gotcha. Yeah. Basically said it's, like, made up of a collection of knowledge and imagery that every person is born with due to ancestral experience, but only the psyche can tap into it. He also believes in telepathy and the idea of archetypal dreams or what Jung would call them as big dreams, which are just dreams that feel real and impact us in a, like a profound way. So kind of like that dream I had with that, that, that weird, the weird creepy man. He just is saying that there are like obvious like signs, symbols, patterns of thinking or behavior that is inherited from our ancestors. But kind of going back to this idea of archetypal dreams that Jung had talked about. Um, He did say that the most common elements of these dreams include abstract geometric patterns and kaleidoscope mandalas, um, Mm. the experience of flying, floating, or falling, encounters with mythological creatures and strange intelligent animals, and feeling an awe, fascination, fear, terror, or a sense of other. Hmm. So very interesting. I don't. I'm yes. not sure if I've had, not that I could recall off the top of my head if I've had any dreams of animals, but there was a point where I kept having dreams of like me having a baby, and I kept having like a child in a dream. It was very, oh my and it was very weird because I kept writing it down. And, and you're like, wait, this one seems kind of familiar. Yeah, no, I was looking at my other notes and I was like, oh my God, I keep having dreams that I'm having a baby and it would always be very stressful too. Some bullshit would happen and I just was not really <laughs> as responsible as I wanted to. Um, we keeping it real with y'all. Yes, yeah. But yeah, that's kind of the like scientific perspective. Like I said too, there really isn't that much research that's done on dreams just because it's it's hard to, you know? It's definitely I feel like it's more of a magical occult kind of topic too, but obviously science is gonna try to figure it out. So vivid dreams yeah. are ones that are full of clear details, colors, involve storyline, produces strong emotions and is remembered as if it were an actual real-life experience. So kind of like what the dream that you had last night. That would be mm-hmm. a vivid dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Storyline part two. Yeah, they tend to be very in- intense and carry a significant emotional charge to them. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people who tend to be more emotionally advanced and intuitive 
we'll have more vivid dreams too. So shout out to our emotions benefiting for us for, for once. Actually, no, emotions definitely benefit us in a lot of ways. But definitely when I'm having yeah. a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, Like a lot of different sites were saying that the best thing is to have a dream journal and to decipher what your dreams mean. Mm-hmm. I guess I just use my notes app, but it just sucks too because when I get on my phone, I get so distracted too. You have to commit. I know. You have I, to commit. I have like, to like. As soon as you wake up. First thing. Go pee. Yeah. Write down your I, dreams. That's what I'm going to start doing because me, it's like pee and go on Twitter. And then like right I when know. I'm on Twitter and then like I. Well, like, then you start to lose the dream. I know. You that's gotta, how, like, that's how I forget. Yeah, you know, yeah, I gotta, I gotta start doing that, because I definitely, I know I had dreams last night, I just do not remember them. Do you ever get, like, a weird deja vu feeling in, like, the waking world? Like, I've seen it before in a dream? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, actually. I've had that happen to me, like, a lot, too, and I think it started happening for me when I was a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was very weird. I'll like never. It's like you're like a kid. What what places have you been? I know. Like, no, there are moments where I will be doing something and I'll stop. Yeah, and I'm like, I yeah. I've been here before. Yeah, this absolutely. is like it wasn't. It was more so like I felt like I dreamt it, and then I would like start remembering a dream. Huh. Yeah. Look so at that dream recall. I know. <laughs> I wish I had a USB in my brain sometimes, and I could just <laughs> export it all. <laughs> well, because sometimes, like for me, like oh yeah, it happened like this in the dream, and it doesn't. Not everything in the dream world happens like according to the laws of physics. And mm-hmm. So it's like so hard to like describe things sometimes. You're like, I know it happened like this, and I can see it in my head, but like. Mm-hmm the way to describe this in words is it's so hard to describe yeah no yeah. it is even when I was like trying to recall that dream I had to I'm, I'm imagining it like in my head perfectly the layout of everything yeah. but then Same. trying to explain it it's it's very it's hard oh I hate the feeling too when like this it's, it's so now that I'm thinking about this I had a dream that I had these pink shoes and if I do so, have pink shoes. No, they were pink platform heels. And yeah. <laughs> okay. not the sneaker ones. They were just like they're cute little pumps. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. they were adorable. And I remember like, a few days later, I was like, "Where are those shoes?" I really felt like that was like they don't exist. They don't exist in the don't dr- exist. in the dream world. They exist, but can yeah. I go to my dream world closet? Oh my god, <laughs> that that closet's like <laughs> chef's kiss. Everything exactly. I could dream of. Yeah. So that feeling of that deja vu, it's called an astral memory, Mm. and we'll get, like, more into that. But I was also, I thought this was interesting. There's a thing called shadow memories. I think shadow memories and astral memories, I think it's the same thing, but basically they're memories that are gained during normal waking conscious by the physical body that these memories were gained through an out-of-body experience, and I'll talk about that more, what an out-of-body experience out-of-body experiences. <laughs> so I was saying that so funny. I was like, out-of-bodies. Out-of-bodies. <laughs> out-of-bodies. <laughs> <laughs> so these memories are downloaded into the physical brain after an OBE, and it appears to exist in, in accessible levels of our memory. So, oh, so we do have a USB. We do have a USB <laughs> that we can't access. It's fucked up. Oh, my God. It is. So, <laughs> what is the point? So when we are fully conscious it's hard to recall these shadow memories mm-hmm. and there's ways that you could dream recall too so that's why like it's good to like write down everything and why it's important to have a dream journal so you can write it down because you will start to forget those feelings yeah 
and it'll just get like it'll go back into that unconscious another question have you ever met someone in the waking life and you feel like you've met them before and you just like couldn't put your finger on it you're like I feel like I know you Mm -hmm. I don't know how I know you yeah, maybe, but I always just thought, like, there may be someone from my past life. That's what, yeah, so oh. that's that's where I'm going to. Okay. So, yeah, there's, like, this idea of, you know, your past life, and you have, like, past life memories, too. Um, Soulmate, where are you? Yeah, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> they say that it's, like, common for children to remember past life memories a lot more. I don't, mm. I don't know. I can't recall myself. If I, like, remember any past life memories, but it's more so yeah, that... because you're trying to remember from childhood. Yeah. Who knows at this point? That's true, and I feel like I block out a lot of things from childhood, <laughs> too, so I'm like, it's probably in there, um, but children will tend to forget these memories after age six or seven. Hmm. In the dream aspect, how to tell if your dream is a past life memory. Listen up. Listen up, folks. Number one, people in places that don't necessarily exist. Two, you behave and you appear differently in your dream, which I definitely have. Like, I don't know if you've ever, like, looked in the mirror in a, in dr- a dream. I look different sometimes. I don't look the same. I, like, I'll change my hair a lot in my dr- I know I change my hair a lot in, <laughs> in, in this life, too. But, like, in my dream especially, I will have different hair. Huh. Sometimes, like, a different face, too. Interesting. It but is, you know it's yourself. It is me, yeah. yeah. But, like, I'll look in a mirror. I'm like, this isn't me. But it feels like me. You know, I don't know if I've ever looked in a mirror in my dream. Really? That I can recall. Like, I've seen myself in my dream. Like, I've seen, like... I'm like floating above myself in my dream, Whoa. Before, but I look like me. Yeah, yeah, never, yeah. Never, never a mirror. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Phones are never for me personally. I don't think. Maybe one time I had my phone in my dream, but like usually I don't have my phone in my dream. It's yeah, just like, I think I agree with you. Good stuff. for us. Good for dream world. Us. Yeah. No phone addiction. No phone addiction <laughs> at all. We've gone past that. So going back to past life memories and dreams. Another, you have the same pattern of dreams with no major changes in them. Mm-hmm. Your current injuries, accidents are also present in your dream. You have constant feelings of being incomplete or missing something in your dream. Feelings of deja vu and feeling older than your actual age. I feel that yeah. way sometimes. I, I was feel... told that a lot as a child. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have. Mature for my age. We've been here a few times yeah. before. You know how there's like the ancestry test where you could see where your ancestors are from yeah uh-huh. i want to see where my my soul has been i want to know my past right. life and <laughs> ancestry <laughs> like give me like i'll give you a sample of my soul just like tell me who i was before and like what can i learn from that because yeah. that's like that'd be that'd be something come on science that's what i need you to do <laughs> so um another thing that kind of like ties into this is obviously Time doesn't exist, you know, and the idea of, like, past lives and these different versions of ourselves. I was looking up this theory called the multiverse theory and dreaming and how it, like, relates to one another. But basically, the multiverse theory states that there are, there could be, there may be multiple or even an infinite number of universes, which includes our universe we consistently experience that together compromise 
everything that exists, the entirety of space, time, matter, and energy, as well as physical laws and the constants that describe them. So kind of when we like watch everything everywhere, everywhere all, all at once, once. <laughs> it's kind of that idea too, you know, of like, yeah. there's like infinite versions of ourselves, which could be possible. I could, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. It's a uh, possibility. It's a theory. But when we dream, we're able to access those different dimensions of ourselves. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. I think it's... I love that. Right? Yeah. Wow. Dreams are so much fun. They are. Do you ever feel like your spirit guides or your angels are, like, talking to you in your dreams? Sometimes, yeah. Well, here are three signs that your spirit guides are Ah. speaking to you in your dreams. So number one is you're having repeated dreams, such as your teeth falling out or snakes chasing you. Figure out what the interpretation of this message and what it means and what your guides are trying to tell you. What about, like, reoccurring nightmares that are, like, the same over and over again? I think that also relates to dreams and nightmares. I would consider them in the same category besides mm-hmm. one is scarier than the other. Yeah. But, like, both, like, emotionally charged. Like, what is one in particular that... It's kind of interesting. Like, both of my, like, childhood reoccurring nightmares came from watching scary movies. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely watched The Village way too young. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. that, like, the the monster, like, the creature mm-hmm. was, like, haunting me in my dreams oh. over and over again. And oh, I was like, no. I can't handle it. Yeah, I, I watched a lot this. of horror movies growing up, too. Yeah. War of the Worlds, too. I always felt like I was, like, running from the aliens. Oh, or, like, my trying God. to, like, get into a car and, like, drive off and I was like always running too slow and like fumbling with the keys and whatever like that's so scary that was that is as a child yeah like I remember one dream particular as a kid I will like never forget it because I like felt like I couldn't wake up I was in this apartment and it was like these three they didn't seem human they seemed like other in a way like it was like they were it was it was strange I was there, and I was stuck there, and, and I was like, where's my mom? And they're like, your mom's not here anymore. Like, you're with us now. Like, oh freaking out. And I was like, I want my mom. And they're like, no, you're staying here. And I was trying to get out of this apartment, and I could not get out. Like, I was oh, trying no. to find a way, and they are like, there's no way out. You're staying here. Then all of a sudden, my mom came in, and she, she had rollerblades on. And I was, like, trying to chase her. <laughs> and she was like, woo! Like, just rolling around See the apartment. Later. And I was, like, trying to catch her. And I was not able to catch her. Aww. And That's I just so remember sad. wanting to wake up because it was just so horrible. I felt like I was conscious of myself dreaming. But then I was not able to, like, get out of the dream. I remember waking up because I would, like, sleep. Well, with- it felt so real. Yeah. yeah. And I would sleep with my mom as a kid, too. Oh, okay. So when I woke up and she was right there, I was like, God, God damn it. Don't ever freaking leave again. Don't Um, buy any roller skates. But yeah, so symbols in your dream that your spirit guides are trying to talk to you. There's characters that guide you through your dream. So someone who shares a clear message or points you to a specific place. Like the guy in your dream? (gasps) Was he my spirit guide? But you said he was scary. You could have good spirit guides and bad ones. Oh. I, it's like the same thing of this idea of like you have your angels and you have your demons too. You connect yeah. to both of them. So then um, the third way that your spirit guides are speaking to you in your dream is when your dreams have more of an ethereal quality to it. And that's like with different lights, colors, or just like a, 
like an outwardly quality to it that mm. is just it feels different. Okay, I think I have them because I have had like some dreams that are like super like they have this like very like heavenly quality to wow. it. Like just very like soft light yeah. and like sunlight filtering with like God's rays off the wall. Yeah. Wow. Those are, that's like the soulmate dream. Oh wait. Yeah. I wonder if you my soulmate, my spirit guide. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. That's pretty cool, though. Damn. I love that. That could be cool. I love that. So, um, next part I want to talk about is lucid dreaming, which I'm really excited mm-hmm. to talk about because this is something that I experienced within the past year. But, okay, so lucid dreams, for those who don't know, they're dreams that we are conscious and we're aware of. So, it's like when you are dreaming and you, like, suddenly realize, like, oh, shit, I'm dreaming. Mm-hmm. And you tend to, you're able to control your dreams a lot more. I wrote this down. I thought it was cute. Dreams are birthright and grants us access to the most potent channels of healing and spiritual enlightenment. Mm. That's beautiful. That's so lovely. I know. I love it. This usually happens during the REM part of your sleep. Like how I mentioned before, rapid eye movement. They say that with lucid dreaming too, it can help relieve anxiety, increase motor skills, and also enhance creativity. But yeah, kind of going back to my lucid dreams that I had, one in particular that I had last year, I'll never forget it because I was walking in this, like, it looked like a neighborhood that I'm like kind of familiar with, but not really. And I was walking and I was definitely lost. And I was Mm. like, fuck, I like don't know where I'm going. And at this point, it was like getting dark and I was panicking and kind of just to like sum up the story obviously I'm like going through like trying to figure out like how to get back home and I felt like I was far and like me in this life like right now I'm so bad with direction so I'm like <laughs> god damn it and dream in dream world I was not any better I had no idea where I was going I was literally guessing but then all of a sudden this man and I had a bad feeling too I literally saw this man in my dream I was like god fucking damn it he was like walking up towards me and I felt like I was going to die. Like, I knew that was, like, going to happen. And I, like, remember he was, like, coming towards me. He had a gun in his hand. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because I've died this way in my dreams a few different times. No way. With a gun, yeah. Like, someone shot me in the head. And, Ah! I I, like, I remember it, too. It's right by my ear right there. And I remember I, like, crouched down. I was like, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. And shot me. And in that moment, when I died, that's when I became conscious that I was dreaming. Yeah, and I was that like, "That is why." It was the weirdest feeling ever. Cause then after that, I was like, "I'm just gonna redo this over again." And then I started flying, and that's another ah. thing too. It was very, it was so, it was so interesting. So in a way, thank you, mean man in my dream for killing me because mm-hmm. you gave me the opportunity and the ability to lucid dream so then like after that I was like flying everywhere and it was like magical it was so cool and I really loved it so yeah any lucid dreams that you've had that you want to share so jelly that you actually got to fly yeah no yeah for me I've been able to tell that I've like am dreaming in that moment like a few times but I've never actually been able to kind of like control my dream. Do you have like any tips for that? Um, like I want to, I want to go flying in my dreams. Like that sounds great. 
right? I I don't I don't know besides finding someone to kill you in your dream. (laughs) I don't know if that works for everybody. (laughs) But there are so I did do like some research on like how to lose your dream. Uh Uh-huh. So we'll kind of go through that. If you don't want to find someone to murder you, <laughs> well, let's try the let's try the other way first. Yeah, let's try let's try the way that other people have done it. So before you sleep, they say it's always good to like set an intention before mm. you go to bed. Say like what you want to experience. So just putting it out in the universe, you know, putting it out to yourself. And then after that, number one is reality testing. So that involves whether you are n- not dreaming or like just in the waking life. It's about basically saying, like telling yourself, if you're awake right now, like, are you dreaming? If anyone's watched Inception, it's kind of, they do the same exact thing. That way, when you are in your dream, you could tell yourself, am I awake right now? And if you're not awake, then you know that you're dreaming. And after that, another thing that you could do is by setting an alarm to wake yourself up every five to six hours. Because I feel like that's a thing for me, too. I don't even need an alarm. My bladder is my alarm, which is great. (laughs) back on the bladder back on the back on that bladder grind because yeah no i'll like wake up use the bathroom and then i'll go to sleep and that's usually when i'll have more intense dreams it's like Ooh. when i wake up and like go okay. back I so see. yeah since you don't wake up maybe you're setting those alarms for yourself Ugh. and then having a dream journal and meditating too so writing down your dreams right when you wake up like how I'd mentioned before Mm. can be beneficial but I think like the biggest thing is the reality testing and then waking back up every five to six hours gotcha they also say that those who have a dissociative disorder or have conditions that lead them to lose touch of reality might find the blurred boundaries between dream time and waking life disorienting Oh, yeah. Which I feel like happens to me. Like how I mentioned with those shoes, I was like, where are they? Where are they? But they were not there. Sometimes, yeah, they just feel so real. Yeah, they do. Mm. Yeah. Oh, another thing that I wrote down about lucid dreaming that I thought was really beautiful was that lucid dreaming does not initiate separation, but it does bring a feeling of connectivity. This connection helps in spiritual enlightenment as it really joins the two worlds together. Mm -hmm. It brings a feeling of something bigger that our own being, that something is beyond both you and this world that brought these two worlds together. That is true spiritual awakening. Wow. I know. I really <laughs> love that because I, I thought it was very beautiful. And that's when I was reading about lucid dreaming too, the way that it helps relieve anxiety and depression, it, it gives people this understanding that there is like no sense of end. energy can't be created or destroyed. So like people who like are afraid of death and like not knowing what's after death which is like understandable i don't fucking know what's gonna happen after that we're all guessing here mm-hmm. but they say that like lucid dreaming it helps people be able to connect with that sense of their self knowing that they're beyond like our bodies that we live in right now mm-hmm. in this reality so i thought that was interesting it kind of ties into astral traveling too mm-hmm. like astral projection mm-hmm. and they say that like our psychic or like astral self has the ability to leave our body. It kind of goes back into this like out of body experience too. But just being able to travel through different places, various astral planes, which is like considered to be well, we're we're in the three D third dimensional plane, right? So mm-hmm. maybe that's four D. Yeah. So dream world would be four D. Mm-hmm. But here are some signs if you have astral traveled before. So I guess I have astral traveled. Yeah. 
in my dream. So number one is waking up in your dream and con- consciously controlling your dreamscape. I guess I wonder if I like have like started to astral travel and then like haven't like completed it because like I said earlier, like I was like, there's that one time where I was like asleep, but I saw myself. I was like, yeah, in my dream, I was like yeah. floating above myself and watching myself sleep. Oh. I maybe I just needed like a little like nudge to yeah. get out of, yeah. that, of the bedroom, you know? Like, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I've definitely had a similar vision when I was doing some, like, inner child healing, mm-hmm. and I was, like, in a meditative state, and I did see myself, like, seeing things, like... Floating above. Floating yourself. above. But then I also saw myself as a kid, too, and I was hugging. It was... It's weird, because who are we in this situation? Are we the one? Are we, we're like, the omnipresent, like, or, like, the floater, or, like, the person, like, the we're floater every single seeing. one. That's, like, like it's, like, kind of tying back to this idea of infinite versions of ourselves, Yeah. And, you know, we have our higher self, you know, this, like, the version of ourselves that is all-knowing, mm-hmm. and, like, what if our spirit guides and angels are also versions of ourselves, too, and, like, versions of ourselves from, like, different... Timelines that just knows things and there's guiding us. It's a lot. It's very interesting. (laughs) But yeah, other signs of astral traveling would be having a timeline defined story instead of just like a bunch of random stuff happening too. Kind of like with your dreams. That's why I feel like you tend to lose to dream more because you have more of a storyline. But like, it could just be like you have just really intense, vivid dreams. Mm So I think vivid dreams falls more under the basic dreaming stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the experiences that you have are more like time is just fluid where you could just like visit the past or future. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like time traveling, like right, in right in our dreams. brain, right in our brain. And then being able to go to other cities and countries too is another thing. So kind of going back to astral projecting, how to do it. There are seven easy steps. Wow. But it's not that easy. It doesn't seem easy. So number one, <laughs> number one, relax, both physically and mentally. But we have no chill, so I don't know how we're going to do that. Mm. <laughs> um, to enter a hypergogic. Wait, wait, wait. Can we pause? <laughs> okay, so then- We have no chill. <laughs> we need the extra chill. So then after we reach the like extra chill state of mind you have to enter a hypno pnagogic pnagogic what pnagogic hypnagogic <laughs> okay one more time Wait, okay so you have to enter a hypnagogic state or be half asleep we could have just said half asleep because that's what it is just relating to the state before you fall asleep. So enter whatever that is. The hypnagogic state. And then after that, you deepen the state by prioritizing mental sensation over physical sensation. Then you pay attention to the presence of vibration in your environment. And once you incur the vibration in your physical body and relax into its presence the purpose of this is to gently like jiggle the subtle body out of the physical body and then you focus on your thought your thoughts your th- <laughs> you focus wait what, <laughs> what is this I, just... 
Wait, is this supposed to be live? Is it? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> okay, so then after that, you don't focus on your thoughts. You focus on your thoughts. You leave the thought thoughts out of it. <laughs> <laughs> on leaving the limbs and torso try to do this one step at a time and then this is known like as one by one yeah you okay. like step out of your limbs one by one okay. and then it's known as lifting out and you focus your like efforts on Ooh. dripping out of your physical body so okay. it's definitely like you have to be in more of a meditative state too damn to do that <laughs> okay so the benefits of astral traveling or out of body experiences include just traveling to the future, traveling to the past, visiting friends or relatives, communicating with your spirit guides can also help overcome the fear of death by learning and understanding that we are not our physical body. So kind of just like what we talked about talked about before. Yeah. I'm going to try to research more about or just try to do it. I think I've done enough research on it. You just have to be chill now. I just got to learn how to be chill, which I don't know how. I have no chill. <laughs> At all. <laughs> okay, so next, what I want to talk about is how mirrors are considered as portals. And I know we kind of talked about mirrors in dreams and how you've never seen yourself in a mirror. And you've seen yourself. I've like definitely seen multiple myself. different people. Yeah. yeah, that was really interesting. But um, mirrors in general, they have a high spiritual energy, density, and volume. And they tend to, like, you could invite spirits into the waking life through mirrors, too. Mm. Um, having a mirror in your room facing your butt can be good and can also be bad. It's bad feng shui. Yeah, it is. I yeah. was reading about that, too. Yeah. Um, if a mirror is reflecting the sky and its position by a window, then it'll attract good angels into your home. Mm. So That makes sense. Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. If you... Want to make sure you have no nightmare nightmares. Ensure that your mirror does not reflect any light behind it. Anyone who has LED lights behind their mirror, just throw them out. They don't look good. Just get rid of them. Donate them. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But don't have them behind your mirror. Put them somewhere else because that's not good. That's probably causing your nightmares. If a mirror is reflecting a picture of a deceased person, <laughs> that's not good either. That you should not. Spooky. Yeah, you should not have that happen. Oh, and another thing, if you have two mirrors facing each other, that's also not good. So don't do that. I don't know. I guess I have my mirror and then I have my decor, that sun mm-hmm. in my room, but that has a little mirror in it. So I don't. I don't know if that's too close together. I don't think it's like facing one another. They say that to prevent negative things from happening, it's best to not sleep in front of a mirror, but it's okay to have a mirror facing your bed. It's just better to sleep with your back facing a mirror. I always move when I sleep, so I don't think that really would help me. But in certain cultures and beliefs, it's a thing for people to actually cover their mirror before they go to bed to protect your energy. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually did that last night. And you feel like you slept through bed? I don't know, because I also went to bed at, like, 5 a.m., so, yeah. like, <laughs> right, we're going to try again. But it, it did feel pretty good sleeping without, like, a mirror. I don't know. Maybe I get too yeah. distracted before I go to bed, and, like, I'll just, like, 
be, Were you just staring at yourself? I'll just be staring at myself a little, <laughs> little too much. And they also like when you when you sleep, your soul leaves your body, and when you sleep in front of a mirror, they say that like your soul will see itself. It might be scared, oh. and once once it's scared, it runs back to your body. And that's when you have a hypnic jerk too. Oh, I actually okay. didn't have hypnic jerks last night, and I usually always do really? before pod. Okay. So that was very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. And kind of just to like end this little episode, just wanted to talk about how to connect with your dreams more. From like a scientific perspective, they actually say that nicotine patches can induce hyper-realistic or bizarre dreams. They've done like research on that before mm-hmm. and could help you reach a lucid state. So, if you ever <laughs> just put a nicotine patch on it. I don't know. I've been, like, uh, I've quit cigarettes, and I've been trying to quit my vape. It's yeah, like, no, no. Don't go back to the nicotine no, patch if no. you are uh, not trying Mm-mm. to. <laughs> no. Well, good thing we have other options. So, yes. from, like, a spiritual standpoint, ways to connect with your dreams. Certain crystals can actually help connect with your dreams more such as Moonstone, it's a psychic protector. Amethyst is a third eye crystal. Hematite is for, like, grounding, for helping with nightmares. Mm. Putting your crystals either, like, in your bed, by next to your bed or mm. under your pillow. Yeah. It's good to actually put an amethyst crystal in my pillow last night, oh, too. Okay. We'll see. I'm going to – I'll let you know if I have any dreams when I actually sleep a normal schedule tonight. Yes. And you could also prepare a dream tea before bed, too. Wormwood promotes vivid and peaceful dreams. Yeah, I think Mikey's, like, drunk drank wormwood tea before Really? Yeah. I wonder if he's had good dreams or vivid dreams after that. And making a he dream... He does have a lot of vivid dreams, actually. Huh. Yeah, I gotta I invest too. in some wormwood. Where do yeah. you even get wormwood from? I don't know. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, another thing you could do is making a dream pillow. So like adding lavender, rose petals, mm. and a cloth. That just and sounds nice. I know. Like Actually, I have lavender spray. I'm going to just spray my pillow before I go to bed. And then again, dream journal is like so important. Just having that. Use your notes, anything. Um, yeah, that's about it. There wasn't really much else besides crystals, tea, setting intentions too. Always good before bed but yeah other than that I feel like we kind of went over a good amount of everything with dreams is there anything else that like you want to touch base on no this was so thorough I know this is so good thank you well I'm really happy that I had you here and I yeah thanks for having me of course it was really fun my long ass dream (laughs) yeah very very long dreams long and vivid as fuck so nice I love it Mm -hmm. And that's about it. Thank you so much for joining us here for episode two. And I'm not sure what the next episode is going to be, but it'll it'll be around. She'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Like how I figure out a lot of my life. Um, But other than that. Thank y'all. Thank you so much for for just listening in. I hope that you all have great dreams and you get insight and connect with yourself and your spirit guides and your angels. And if you don't believe in that stuff, then I don't know what to tell you. Try it. Try it. Yeah. Be open-minded. There's nothing wrong with being open-minded. And dreams are fun. Yeah. They're cool. And if you lucid dream at all or oh if my any... God, please tell me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Or we're us. Really yeah, please tell us. Yeah, DM on Instagram. Send me your dreams. I like. I love talking about dreams. I think they're awesome. You really, I feel like you get to know a person a lot better too with their dreams and what's going up in that noggin. Yeah. And that's about it. So. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to crunch for you guys. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a little crunch. Yeah. Wait, can wait, we wait, crunch wait. together? Yeah, we can crunch together. Okay. Wait, hold on. <laughs> that was Nick. Mm. Got me. <laughs> oh, yeah. The crunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>